passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out the horse. Paxson for three! Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. I promised y'all a trade deadline special this week on the show. We are going to have that, but I didn't expect this many injuries to come up. So now, instead of looking at the trade deadline just this year, we're going to assess the state of the Bulls with where they're at right now with the injuries and maybe even looking ahead to next year and the contract situation. It's only January, but given everything that's happened in the last week, we have plenty to discuss, and I hope you'll hear me out on a couple ideas I have. Welcome into Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Podcast Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz. It is fantastic to be back with you here for another week. I wish we had better news in terms of the Bulls. I mean, yeah, they're still in the hunt for first place in the East and everything, but there are some injuries here that are really, really worrying me. I can't wait to get to all that, but first, I've got to tell you about our sponsor, BetOnline.ag. BetOnline wants to wish everyone a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. It's the number one spot for all the best sports wagering action in 2022. It's a new year. There's a new updated desktop and mobile website. So sign up today. Get that 50% welcome bonus with our promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to get started. They've got football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Before we get into the trade deadline stuff, because we are now two weeks away from the trade deadline, as crazy as that is, we are two weeks away from the NBA trade deadline, let me update you on the injury situation. Last week, there were injuries. Now, this time, we've got some with bigger implications going forward, and they will be out longer than those two weeks to the trade deadline. We start with Lonzo Ball, who suffered a meniscus tear in his knee. That broke after we recorded the show last week. He is out six to eight weeks after having surgery. Derek Jones Jr., it just came out late Tuesday night. He broke his index finger working out and is also out six to eight weeks. Now, remember, he suffered, I think it was a bone bruise or something in his knee. He was working his way back. Now he's out six to eight weeks. And the big one, I saved this one for last because I have some thoughts. Alex Caruso in like his second or third game back from the foot injury and COVID protocols got fouled hard by Grayson Allen of the Milwaukee Bucks. 
On that play, he fractured his wrist. He's going to need surgery. He's out six to eight weeks. Meanwhile, Grayson Allen only was suspended one game for that play. Now, I know there are some people talking about Grayson Allen's reputation and how that was in college, now he's in the NBA. It's He played at Duke, okay? He did this at Duke. We saw this at Duke. He was known for tripping players. He is a dirty player. We know this. We saw it again last week on that foul on Caruso. Now Caruso's out six to eight weeks. And according to Adrian Wojnarowski, if Caruso wasn't injured, the NBA wouldn't have suspended Grayson Allen. Meanwhile, he got one game for breaking Alex Caruso's wrist. And that foul, that was a hard foul. I'm still mad about it. I was mad about it in the moment. And now it has cost the Bulls their best defender for six to eight weeks. Meanwhile, Grayson Allen walking off the court with that smug little smirk on his face, walking to the locker room, got one game. And the Bucks traveled to Chicago March 4th. Now that's going to make things really interesting. I'm going to be curious to see what kind of reception the Bucks and Grayson Allen get from the United Center faithful that is a huge loss. These all three are big losses. And this is on top of Patrick Williams, who is still out for probably the rest of the year with his wrist injury because he had a torn ligament, also occurred on a flagrant foul. So why am I telling you this to start? Why are we talking about the injuries when I said we'd be talking about the trade deadline? With two weeks to go, we've got three guys here on this list for the Bulls that are out six to eight weeks. Now, Caruso is going to be reevaluated in six to eight weeks. I should... Put that disclaimer in there. It is a reevaluation in six to eight weeks. That means he could be out longer than that, and he had surgery, so he might, like, he likely will be out longer than six to eight weeks. So with the trade deadline coming up, the Bulls have needed length. I've said that from the beginning. They needed to get bulkier. They needed length. Now you need defense because you're out your two best defenders in Lonzo and Caruso, and you're also now down Derek Jones Jr., who was a long, capable defender. We've heard rumors about Jeremy Grant with the Detroit Pistons. He's one of the hottest trade targets on the market. Apparently, the starting price is at Patrick Williams, which I'm not sure about. I said this last week. I'm not sure about giving up Patrick Williams because he's such a good defender, yet he's not playing this year because he's got the wrist injury. I understand that. That has nothing to do with what I'm looking at here. I'm looking at Patrick Williams as a player. We saw it last year. He's a great defender. He's a brilliant defender. He's a good rim protector, and his offense was starting to come around a little bit. We saw it in the summer league. He's got to get more aggressive from that standpoint. The wrist was a major, major setback. But I really think Patrick Williams is a piece that can make an impact for a long time in a Bulls uniform. I would not part ways with Patrick Williams, and apparently the Bulls are trying to do that. They're trying to get Jeremy Grant, which, okay, if you got a trade target, go get him. But they don't want to get rid of Patrick Williams to get Jeremy Grant. I read this over at Bleacher Nation Bulls, and they cited Bleacher Report's Jake Fisher was saying the Bulls are trying to work out a deal that doesn't involve Patrick Williams. If the Bulls can get Jeremy Grant without giving up P. Will, that's a victory. Because if you can keep him, and especially if you can keep Kobe White, that's that's a victory in my book because I like Jeremy Grant as a player. I do. I think he's got that offensive spark that the Bulls need from a four or five. And I think his defense, it's it's okay, but it's better than what the Bulls have now down low, especially without Caruso and Ball. I could see them, if they can pull it off, that's the victory. So that's the new rumor mill with Jeremy Grant is Patrick Williams has been in the trade package from the start. Apparently that's who the Pistons want. 
for Jeremy Grant, but if they can, I would say either trade for him without trading Patrick Williams or don't trade for him at all. I mean, that's just where I'm at with it. I'm a big Patrick Williams fan. I was ever since I watched film on him after the draft, because full disclosure, I'd never heard of Patrick Williams before he was drafted by the Bulls, and that's because he didn't have March Madness. If you had an NCAA tournament, we could watch Florida State play, we would know who Patrick Williams was. We didn't have that. That impacted things, so I can't go out here and say, oh, I was a fan of his since he was at Florida State. Didn't know who he was. But I watched film. We watched him in the NBA last year. He was second team all rookie, I think. He has potential, and you don't want to waste that potential. Because if you're... Arturis Karnaschovas and Mark Eversley, you need to look at him as that's your first draft pick of your new regime. Why would you trade him away for something short-term? Because Jeremy Grant is not going to be around as long as Patrick Williams would be around. I mean, that's just the fact. Patrick Williams is young. He can be a piece you can build around for many years compared to Jeremy Grant, who's expensive, looking for a new deal. I wouldn't do that. There are also some names the Bulls are tied to in Harrison Barnes and Nicholas Batum. Nick Batum's future depends on what the Clippers decide to do with the trade deadline because they don't. Kawhi Leonard's still coming back from the knee injury. Paul George is hurt. So do the Clippers decide to sell? He's going to be a good trade chip if they decide to sell. And I think he'd be an interesting add to this, this system that Billy Donovan has because he can shoot the three, two, but he's also got the length that the Bulls are missing. So And he started with the Clippers as well. So that could be an option as well. But, I mean, if it's, if it's me... You don't trade Patrick Williams. You don't trade Kobe White. Now, I know the trade chips are getting low with Derek Jones Jr. getting hurt because DJJ is a free agent after this year. More on that in a little bit. The deadline is two weeks away now. You have to start getting your trade packages together. Now, with the injuries, that complicates things even more because this Bulls team, as we look at the NBA standings right now, this is before Wednesday's slate of games, the Bulls are a half game out of first place in the Eastern Conference behind the Miami Heat. Brooklyn and Milwaukee are hot on their tails, as is the Cleveland Cavaliers. If you're AKME, do you want to trade a potential piece of the future in Patrick Williams for Jeremy Grant now and still try to compete this year after getting these guys back in a few weeks? Or do you want to play the long game? And when I say the long game, do you maybe want to go through this year maybe even stand pat at the trade deadline, get into the playoffs, get your guys the playoff experience, and then next year, get that big splash, and then you can make a run at the finals. Because this Bulls team is in a really good spot right now at 29-17, and 17, which is better than most people thought they'd be. The over-under for wins was 41.5, by the way. I've still got that ticket in my pocket. With that in mind, you're overperforming this year with this roster. Zach Levine is the biggest free agent you had this year. Derek Jones Jr. is going to be a free agent, and Trey Brown Jr. is a restricted free agent. So with that in mind, looking at this just on paper, Zach Levine is the only guy you really need to keep this offseason. And I hope, I think they're going to make an effort to keep him and give him that extension or contract, whatever he wants, to keep him in Chicago. Because the pieces you have now, you have DeMar and Zach, who are both probably going to be all-stars. I do want to look at the NBA all-star balloting. As of last Thursday, DeMar DeRozan's the leading vote-getter with 4 million votes in the Eastern Conference, and Zach Levine is the third most votes with 1,988,000. The all-star rosters are going to be announced tomorrow, Thursday, and I believe that's on TNT. So then we will find out if these two are all-stars. But in my book, you've got two all-star caliber players in DeMar and Zach. Vooch, Nikola Vucevic is starting to look more like himself. 
Got to play a little more aggressive down low, but he's starting to look more like himself again. Iodesumo and Kobe White have been very pleasant surprises this year and have cemented themselves as pieces you can use next year and even beyond. Those two should stick around as well. So with that in mind, let's look through those names. You've got Damar, Zach, Vooch, Io, and Kobe. You've got Caruso out with injury. You've got Lonzo out with injury. Those are huge pieces. And you've got Patrick Williams out with injury. Those are some really solid pieces on this roster. I know it's still undersized, but for right now, that's what you have. It's not like every contract is expiring after this year. The Bulls have some time. They've got a few more years on these contracts. Lonzo and Caruso signed, what, four-year deals? I think DeMar signed a three- or four-year deal. You've got a couple years left. I know you want to win now. I understand you want to win now, and I think they should still be playing to win. I'm not calling for a tank right now. What I'm saying is, with the trade deadline coming up, you're in a good enough position, of barring a collapse for the ages, you're going to make the playoffs. So if your goal this year is, your, your goal every year should be to win the finals. I understand that logic. But if you're going to make the playoffs this year, maybe get some playoff experience with this roster because I know the younger guys have not played in playoff games before. Lonzo Caruso and DeMar, they've, they've played in playoff games. I think Vooch even has two. Maybe get this unit together with Billy Donovan in the playoffs, and then next year, get that big splash in the offseason again. Get that extra piece you need and really cement yourselves in the title race next year. I could see that route, but I also understand if you want to trade for a Jeremy Grant or a Harrison Barnes or a Nick Batum and get that size and length that you need, get that defensive help that you need, you're going to get these guys back maybe mid-March. That's just in time to make the run to the playoffs, and you can maybe make a run at the Eastern Conference title, at the Eastern Conference Finals, or even an NBA championship. There are a few routes they can go. That's why I'm glad I'm not in charge of this front office, because right now as we sit here, I don't know what direction the Bulls should go in. I don't think there is a right answer. People are going to be mad if they don't make a move at the trade deadline and stand pat with this roster. People are going to be mad if they trade Patrick Williams or Kobe White and get the big piece they need to compete this year. If it's me, you keep Patrick Williams. I mean, Kobe White, look, I don't know if I'd want to necessarily trade Kobe White unless you can get a really, really good value. That said, we know how Arturis and Mark can finesse deals. These guys got Nikola Vucevic last year for Wendell Carter. And I what is it? was that a three-team trade? I know Wendell Carter went down to Orlando. They got Lonzo Ball for Tomas Sadoransky and Garrett Temple. These guys know how to negotiate and they know how to sell the players and talent on their roster. Now, Derek Jones is injured. I think Derek Jones would have been really good trade bait because he's an unrestricted free agent. With the injury now, I'm not sure he gets moved. Then again, they moved Otto Porter last year as well to get some of these pieces and he was hurt. So you never know what's going to happen at the deadline. Got to trust them. I don't know what direction they're going to go. We're going to definitely keep an eye on all these rumors the next couple weeks as the deadline gets closer. In the meantime, though, all-star voting is going to be announced tomorrow. We will find out if DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine are starters, if they make the roster. I'm not sure how all this is going to work. But either way, the Bulls are in a good spot right now. Despite the injuries, they've got themselves in good position, 29-17. and 17. They've had some rough games. That's going to happen. You're really, really shorthanded. But the schedule lightens up a little bit. We're going to look at that before we wrap up here. They've got Toronto tonight, Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Then they travel to San Antonio on Friday to take on the Spurs. Back home for, against the Portland Trailblazers on Sunday. Tuesday, we're into February now. Can you believe that? We're into February. 
Orlando comes to Chicago. The Bulls just lost to the Magic in Orlando. Then they go to Toronto next Thursday and Indiana next Friday. And then things pick up a little bit schedule-wise. It's going to be an interesting few weeks. We're going to find out a lot about Arturis and Mark's future vision for the future of the Bulls in these next few weeks. That is a wrap for this week's episode of Believe in Bulls presented by BetOnline.ag. Thank you, everybody, for listening on the Believe Podcast Network this week. Stick around in the next few weeks. We're going to find out what the Bulls do with the deadline, if they can stay in the title contention race, if they're going to be legitimate contenders, or if they're just a flash in the pan right now. It's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you'll join me. We are also marking a year of this podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody who listened and supported and tweeted throughout the year. It has been a lot of fun. We're going to have more fun along the way as well. I hope you will continue to join me on this journey and have an awesome week. We'll talk back with you here next Wednesday on the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.